Good morning. Thank you for joining us. Welcome to a brand new year. It's my prayer that the Lord will bless you in this year. Listen to the words of Romans 15 verse 13. It says, May the God of hope fill you with all joy and peace so that you may overflow with hope by the power of the Holy Spirit. Thank you, Lord Jesus, that we can come to you in the beginning of a brand new year, that we may pray and ask you to be with us in this new year. You're the only one that know what lies ahead. You're the only one that knows what this year holds for each one of us. And we want to thank you for 2021. We want to thank you for everything you did, for the way you provided for us, for the way you helped us. And now that we are in the beginning of a new year, Lord Jesus, we come and pray and ask you to be our shining light, to be the one that walks in front of us, to be the one that leads us through everything. Thank you for Christmas time, which we could have spent with friends and family. And even when we were alone, thank you that you were there. Thank you that we were reminded again of your great love for each one of us. I want to pray for the sermon this morning, Holy Spirit, that you will change our hearts and minds. That you will open us up for your word. Pray this in your holy name. Amen. We have just embarked on a new journey into a new year. And it is so exciting to start again. But it's also a bit scary because we don't know what lies ahead of us. It's possible that you already made plans. It's possible that you already starting to dreaming about what this year is going to um, to, to hold in for you and your people. But it's also possible that you still not haven't recovered from 2021 and that you're still struggling to get the pieces together, put the pieces together of a strange and difficult year. And of course, if we look back and reflect on a previous year, it's always possible that we are disappointed about things we didn't do, things we planned and didn't manage to come to, come to fruition, things we, we thought we're going to be, people we thought we're going to be that didn't happen. It's possible that we may be disappointed in so much more than just plans that didn't work out. I know there's a lot of you that went through a lot of heartache, disappointments through 2021 it was a difficult year but to be honest if we look back we can also see how God provided how he came through how we maybe can just say at the beginning of a new year but for the grace of God now when we start off into a new year how do we do it what's the best way to tackle a new year the Bible the word the Bible often used for that is the word hope. Um, when the Bible talks about hope, it's different than when we talk about hope. Because when we say, I hope something, 
it sometimes mean I'm not exactly sure. Um, I hope it works out, but it kind of tells off an, a little bit of uncertainty that lives in our hearts and in our minds. That's not the hope the Bible talks about. Because when the Bible talks about hope, it's different. It's not a maybe. It's not a if we are lucky. Unfortunately, when we talk about hope, we often connect it with the idea that I hope I go to heaven one day. It's something far off and we hope everything works out. Um, biblical hope is much more than that. Biblical hope isn't just meant for one day when we die. Biblical hope tells us that it embraces all of our lives all the time. Hope isn't something extra for one day ahead of us. It's meant for today. The reality of our lives is, is illness, death, pandemics and lockdowns. The, the reality of our lives today is difficult relationships, is, is heartache, is impossible challenges, is financial difficulties and worries. It's complex choices we need to make. It's, it's, it's raising our kids in difficult world. It's, it's being uh, obedient to our parents whose lives isn't perfect. It's, uh, our lives are complex. But the biblical hope wants to tell us that in this reality, God wants us to experience something different now, today. Not one day when we die. If we're honest, yeah, we are afraid for what lies ahead. We are a bit unsure. And to be honest, um, it doesn't always help to say you just need to have hope. It doesn't always help. But that's not the hope of the Bible, because if the Bible talks about hope in Romans, it says in Romans 8, 24, hope does not disappoint. Or in Romans 5 verse 5, we're going to read it a little bit later. It says, hope does not put us to shame. Hope's not going to leave you. It's not going to drop you. It's not going to leave you on your own. That's not the hope of the Bible. Hope of the Bible is I'm going to look back one day and say, it was worthwhile to trust the Lord. What's the hope of the Bible. Let's read scripture about that. Romans 5. To help us understand what this hope is that, that the Lord is talking about. Scripture. Um, Romans 5 verse 1. Therefore since we have been justified through faith. We have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ. Through him we have gained access by faith into this grace. In which we now stand. And we boast in the hope of the glory of God. Not only so, but we also 
glory in our sufferings because we know that sufferings produce perseverance perseverance character and character hope and hope does not put us to shame because god's love has been poured out into our hearts through the holy spirit who has been given to us when we talk about hope it is something that god is and we must start there who is god what did god do because that's not going to change our plans change things uh, the, the life we are living and uh, the world we are living is changing the whole time god's not changing god's exactly the same you can trust him because hope starts with what he's doing what does roman 5 says it says we are justified by faith um, if you look back 2021 it's finished can't change anything it's 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 the past and justified mean that we are forgiven that the books are closed it's finished the lord doesn't look back and say hey you made that plans it didn't come to fruition you disappointed me and there and there in that situations that's what we do we live with this we carry it with us the lord says it's finished if you're justified by faith there's no going back to your past i'm not going to remind you of that the whole time you see we do that in relationship with people we 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 walk around with the whole idea but i couldn't trust you because you did that and that and that you hurt me here you hurt me there sorry i don't want to be your friend anymore the lord's not like that when he says you are justified by faith he says the past is forgiven the past is forgotten maybe we need to forget 2021 maybe we've got to learn the lessons and move on we can't live there we're in a new year with new challenges the second thing that we read about god it says that this one we have peace with god through lord jesus christ um, we have sang about the peace at christmas that's one of the time of the year we experience peace all over the world um, isn't that true in so many areas in our life that we want peace peace in relationships with people peace with ourselves peace with our maker the greek word for peace is the word irene which means we've got a new king and the way he governs and the way he rules is different he doesn't think of himself the whole time he's willing to give himself he's willing to bring life and peace and joy he's willing to reconcile man and god he's willing to reconcile man with man isn't that amazing that if we say we we believe in god that we can say we believe in peace we believe that the lord wants us to be peacemakers matthew 4 says blessed are the peacemakers for they will be called children of god do you want to be a child of god do we want to be known as a child of god go and make peace in relationships with other people you can't live in unpeace and tell people that you serve god you've got to make peace you've got to forgive people you've got to let go you can't carry that on with you into a new year 
we can build our hope on God because we are justified through faith because he brings peace. He forgives us. He makes us new. The third idea that we get here is, is in verse 2 where it says, Through whom we have gained access by faith into this grace in which we now stand. We have free access to grace. It's amazing. It's free. Don't need to deserve it. You don't need to be good enough. Your plans needed to have to work out last year. You don't have to need to have the right plans for this year. Grace is free. It's given for you and me without deserving it. You remember when Jesus died um, in the temple, there was this curtain between the most holy and the holy places in the temple and only the high priest could go into the most holy ones here when jesus died that curtain was torn in two and suddenly everyone could go into the most holy suddenly the, there was free access for everyone we've got free access to god you've got it he gives it out freely um so if we look forward to 2022, there don't need to be any distance between us and God. It's amazing that we can build our hope on that. God is available. God wants to have contact. God's giving himself, is opening himself up for you. Fourth idea that we get what hope is, is when he says, Verse three, verse 3, not only so, but we also uh, glorify in our sufferings because we know suffering produces perseverance. What, what it does is, is, is you go, go one step further. You see, in, in faith, sometimes we've got these ideas. We hold on to them. Uh, we're justified by faith. Um, we, uh, God wants to bring peace in our lives. We've got access to grace. And now he says, okay, let's work this out. Let's be practical, because if we're honest, life is difficult. Relationships is difficult. We face major challenges in our lives. We've got to make choices each day. We, we want to choose what's right. We come in relationships with people that's not always worked out. Um, we go through sad things, through difficult things, through disappointments. That's the reality of our lives. Um, we've got difficult relationships with our kids. What does all these amazing things we, we, we learn about God, what, what's the implications of that into our reality each day? And this is what he says. He says, not only so, but we also glory in our sufferings because sufferings creates, produce, Perseverance. Suffering, uh, other English word is tribulations, and comes from the Latin word tribulum, which uh, which uh, means this is a stick with with um, nails in. So when they they work through the through the um, through the grain and they want to 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 get to the harvest, they they use the stick to comb through the grain to take away all the pieces that's worthless and being left with just a seed 
That's what suffering does. Suffering focuses the mind to see things clearly that's really important. So we, we don't like suffering. We, we, we don't want to go through difficult things. But if we look back, we can agree that suffering shapes our character. We need suffering. Each time we're in suffering, something new starts up. And I know that's not maybe what you want to hear in the beginning of a new year, but they're going to be suffering. What are you going to do about that? The three says suffering produces perseverance. You see, if you could also always this choice, run away, feel sad for yourself, or persevere. It once told the story about Winston Churchill talked to a few kids at another few kids had to talk to a school um, and they asked him to come and tell them give them a few lessons in life and when he came to the school there was all these people lined up because it's Winston Churchill talking and when he got to the stage he was this sh short stubby stubby bloke if you have seen pictures got to the stage and he started hitting with his hand on uh, on the lecture everything Everything just went like that. And he said, never, never, never give up. And they sat out. That's what Paul says here. There's going to be suffering. But don't give up. Because suffering produces perseverance. Perseverance produces character. And interesting character produces hope. Do you want hope? Do you want to look forward into a new year and say, I know where my, where my uh, security lies. Then you've got to go through suffering. You've got to persevere. You've got to let your character be formed by difficult things in your life. Because that produces hope. Not a... Not a shady hope one day when you die. Hope for today. Uh, it says, verse 5, And hope does not put us to shame. Not going to disappoint you. Because God's love has been poured out into our hearts through the Holy Spirit. It's amazing to have the idea that what he says here is that God has already poured his Holy Spirit into your life. It's already available to you. It's there. It's a fountain that's been opened up. It's in your life. My life. And we sometimes think about the Holy Spirit as someone far off. And we've got to do all kinds of things to get the Holy Spirit. He's there. He's already poured out in your life. How amazing is it to think that we can start a new year with that assurance. God's Spirit is working. He's pouring out His love. He's working in your life at this moment. Let's start there. Let's start 2022 there. Let's build our hope on that. That's my prayer for you. That you will discover that God is with you. That God is working in you. And, and every situation in your life in this year that He will be available 
doesn't matter what suffering you will be going through that it will teach you to persevere and doesn't matter how long you had to persevere that it will make your faith stronger it will grow your character it will strengthen your hope that we've got a God who loves us and who's already working in your life, my life. That's my prayer. Let's build our hope on this God. Amen. Thank you, Lord Jesus, for this message of hope for New Year. Thank you that you are already working in our lives. Thank you for justification by faith. Thank you for free access to grace. Thank you for the peace you want to give each one of us. Thank you that you're not yet finished with us. That you are in our lives and will work, continue to do your work through your Holy Spirit. Thank you that we can pray for a new year, for plans we have, for unsure future. Thank you that we know that our future is in your hands and that we can build our hope on who you are. Pray this in your holy name. Amen. We have an opportunity to bring our offerings. You see all the available options on the screen right now. I want to finish off this sermon with a blessing from Romans 15, 13. May the God of all hope fill you with joy and peace so that your hope will continue to grow through the power of the Holy Spirit.